Kingdom Exhortations June 2015 Read by John Morton Good morning. Of all the devoted Christians that ever lived, there has never been one more sold out to Jesus than the Apostle Paul. In 1 Corinthians 11, Paul declares, quote, Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. End quote, verse 1. Additionally, Paul proclaims, quote, Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. End quote, Philippians 4.9. Undoubtedly, these are among the boldest declarations of any scripture writer. As Christians, we all know our duty to follow and emulate Christ. Here, however, the inspired word of God is commanding us to emulate the teaching and example of the Apostle Paul. In light of this, it would certainly behoove us to actively study his life and teachings and to live our lives as he did. In Philippians 3, Paul discusses his complete inability of being made right with God by his own efforts and his need of receiving a righteousness, salvation, that is not his own, but which comes through faith in Christ, verses 8 and 9. Yet, even after receiving Christ and his righteousness, he acknowledges his need to continually pursue, quote, the prize for which God has called me heavenward, end quote, verse 14. To maintain this pursuit, Paul forgets, quote, what is behind, straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us who are mature should take such a view of things, end quote, verses 13 and 15. Let us follow Paul's example, depending fully on the righteousness that comes from Christ, and giving ourselves to the pursuit of these things as we, quote, eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, end quote, who, quote, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body, end quote, verses 20 and 21. In Philippians 3.12, Paul states, quote, not that I have already obtained all this, or have already been made perfect, end quote. Recognizing his imperfection, Paul approached the future as an opportunity to know God better and develop increasing Christ-likeness. Quote, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so, somehow, to attain to the resurrection from the dead. End quote, Philippians 3, verses 10 and 11. In the same way, we should look upon our past failures only long enough to realize what was done, learn from it, repent to God, and as convicted, to man. Putting our past behind, we should labor as Paul did, quote, pressing on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me, end quote, verse 12. Those who continue to live in the past will make little progress along the journey to Christ's likeness. Regrettably, this is the state of much of the church today. As C.S. Lewis says, if God forgives us, we may as well forgive ourselves. If we don't, it's tantamount to establishing a tribunal superior to the one established by God. Forgetting what is behind freed Paul to strain toward what is ahead. Verse 13. His heart and mind were concentrated on Jesus in pursuit of knowing him better and loving him more. Many Christians today become so immersed in church activities, they frequently forget to actively focus their minds on Christ and grow in the knowledge of him. To develop and grow spiritually, we must keep our hearts and minds on Jesus and not just activities and service. 
In Philippians 3.10, Paul declared, quote, I want to know Christ, end quote. If we stay focused on him, God will increasingly make use of us, whether we are aware of it or not. That being said, God will do the things we cannot do, but he won't do the things we can. We are required to, quote, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, end quote, Philippians 2.12. As we do, our speech, thinking, and actions will give evidence that we are indeed working it out. Second Peter chapter 1, verses 5-10 through 10, offers a number of qualities we are to make every effort to add to our faith. See postscript. If, quote, you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. End quote, verse 8. Let us go now and make every effort to follow the example and teaching of our spiritual father, the Apostle Paul. To accomplish this and enjoy growth in Christ-likeness, it is critical that we put everything in our past behind us and, quote, press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus, end quote, Philippians 3.14. Remember, quote, all of us who are mature should take such a view of things, and if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you, end quote, verse 15. As we increasingly give ourselves to these things, laboring in them moment by moment and day by day, we will slowly but surely grow to be more like Jesus. Having lived our earthly lives to this end, we will one day stand in the presence of Jesus rejoicing, for, quote, the dwelling of God is with men, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. End quote, Revelation 21, verses 3 and 4. May God bless you all. Kingdom Exhortations are written by John Morton, Dave Anderson, and Tom Anderson. For more information about our ministry, please visit www.kingdomd.org. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his past sins. 2 Peter 1, verses 5-9